Have you ever lived that one moment in time where you just really had to play it cool? Like you really wanted everything to be smooth so you're playing it cool. However, on the inside you were burning up and you were totally out of place where you just really wanted to react but instead you chose to respond. Or maybe even being in scenarios where you just felt like you were just an emotional punching bag. Everyone was just really trying you and you just felt like maybe you weren't being taken into consideration. Well, tap into this episode on Say Jackson as we discuss the depths behind choosing to respond versus react in the face of emotional capacity. I don't want you to sing. Come with me, stay tonight. Just say the word, the word, don't be alright. What do you expect me? <laughs> My. <laughs> me to say. You know, it's just too little too late. <laughs> no, I need a better song than that. You're the one that gave yourself it. First of all, put the mic down. Put the mic In down. West Philadelphia. Boomerangs. That's really loud, babe. You're literally You're yelling in. into the mic. You're literally in it. What the hell? It's, it's loud. It's really loud, babe. No, yeah, you are. No, are we live? Welcome everyone to another episode here on Say Jackson. You guys are all listening. I guess it's pre-recorded, not necessarily live and direct. But in a sense, it's live and direct. Um, this episode is actually in partnership with Sunflower Essences. It is a vegan and cruelty-free handmade items. This is a black-owned business, okay? Black woman, female-owned business, first of all. Let me just reinstate that. Um, she has organic bath soap. She has aromatherapy lip glosses, essential oils, essential sprays, candles, keychains, and even necklaces. And she has her online store. You guys can definitely go follow her on her Instagram at Sunflower Essences. And you can even use my name as a cool little discount. Um, I'm not going to say how much because just go buy something and go find out how much it is and go support. And with that being said, because the importance of supporting black businesses, today we have a special guest. Yay! Yay. Inserts clap. <laughs> Inserts clap. You guys actually are like, I don't want to say my first guest, but maybe the first guest of the episode that I actually will be putting out. So. Mm. <laughs> Thanks for I being a part of that. Special. Do you? Yeah, maybe. That's great. Um, the two voices that you hear, I'm going to let them introduce themselves. <laughs> so, <laughs> please, who would like to go first? Be clear so they can have an indication of, of whom is who, you know? Can I just go by nickname? Yeah, sure. Okay, this is Shubay, aka The Girlfriend. <laughs> oh, we. <laughs> okay. Well, there's that. So yes, this is my um, first podcast episode with guests, and the guests just so happen to be my partners because that's literally all I hang out with. So if anyone's listening to this, this is an SOS to help me to find a friend or anything of that nature. You? How are you guys? I'm good. Life is good. Got red bottoms on your feet. Shh. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, you got Balenciagas. Yeah. That's great. I love that for y'all. I'm well, though. So you guys got Balenciagas, Red Bottoms. Have you guys been supporting black businesses? Yeah, I got that Teflon bag, too. Okay. Teflor. Oh, <laughs> All right, wait. The e bag. Hey, God, I saw the e and I thought Ethica. Is that even how you pronounce it? Ethica. Speaking I of black business, I want to go to this food truck. I know. Um, lettuce feast. Ooh, yeah, you've been talking about that. Brands mm-hmm. outside of your job. Really good. Yeah, the shit's actually be really, really good. Tomorrow, so. They should pay me because this is now a sponsor. Yeah. So. But they should definitely do that. How has quarantine been treating you guys? <laughs> I mean, we are like, you know, seven months in this thing uh, at this point. Honestly, it's been good. It's been better than I expected. Yeah. yeah. I thought that shit was going to be like hectic. And, just like hectic and full of anxiety. And like the first part was, but now it's chill because I found my direction. Nice. What about you, Haley? Excuse me, um, Shibe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> quarantine been cool i feel like just been making moves this has been the most productive year for me that's very interesting that's crazy because jay's choice words are like the anxiety and people panicking and you're like productivity (laughs) this has been very productive um i don't know i think since the pandemic started nothing really changed for me Mm -hmm. like for other people but you know, now it's like things are a little different. Yeah. Since uh, relocating and quitting. Starting new job. ventures. Yeah, it's a whole lot of newness going on so for crazy. you. Somebody In the midst bold. of a whole pandemic. Yeah, <laughs> like as, as fuck, bold as fuck. Yeah. It's crazy that Jay, like I said, Jay is saying and stating that, you know, the whole anxiety aspect. And I think we definitely seeing people fucking freak out and panic and really stress themselves mm-hmm. out in the beginning of this by the simple fact that we don't have no fucking tissue mm-hmm. and to this day we don't have no fucking Lysol to, to this day we still have no Lysol so that alcohol rubbing alcohol bruh nothing you weren't getting anything anything that was supposed to save the day you were not getting it but bringing in that aspect of like just during this pandemic and the notion of like panicking and stressing how do you guys feel like you deal with stress or just even being placed in like moments of like adversity or uncomfortability honestly i deal with stress a few different ways at first i thought it was um indulging myself in like creativity or like just listening to music or whatever Mm -hmm. but now i learned that i deal with it through education like educating myself mm-hmm. on what it is I'm stressed about or just uh, diving deeper into my spirituality. Sorry. <laughs> diving deeper into my spirituality and then I just don't really stress like that. Like so I you, noticed that I don't really stress no more. That's good. So do you I feel like you have a fighter like are, when it comes to your response to your stress levels or your anxiety or these moments of adversity do you feel like you're more lenient towards the fight or flight aspect of responding versus reaction. I would say the, the fight. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Just because I don't, I don't run away from them. Mm-hmm. I educate myself on it. So you're actually like approaching yeah, it as I'm a moment of, uh, yeah. of growth. Okay, I fucked yeah. with that. How about you, Shube? Fight or flight. Mm. In moments of adversity and stress. Um, fight definitely. Um, 
I think I've been like so far been meditating, mm-hmm. reading. Uh, music is my outlet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got different moods, different music for different moods. So Facts. Mm-hmm. Especially like if you stress, like if I'm stressed, I put on some reggae, like I'll be fine. So you feel like time. you, you as well use moments of adversity to yeah. grow rather than to like seep into that shit. Mm-hmm. I think for myself personally, like. It depends though, because sometimes I can be in a really dark, uh, really dark mood, but sometimes I just want to be there. Yeah, you just kind of like nothing like I really want to run away from or try Mm -hmm. to get rid of that feeling. Like sometimes I really just want to feel that shit for love. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think that's what I was getting ready to say. Just with myself, I think if I have to choose between my fight or flight or like you know responding or reacting, I think very early on a lot of myself I would initially just react very quickly i would take a moment to sit in it but once i was sitting in whatever the fuck i was sitting in i was like boom all right we're running with that and we're just gonna get off and i realized like the behaviors i was having and doing that weren't really beneficial one to myself but it just wasn't helpful to anything around me it wasn't making my external um environment better you know in order to enhance my internal environment or whatever the case may be so like after a while i kind of had to just transition into having the mindset of you know first it was having that moment of sitting in whatever the hell it is i'm feeling and just letting that be and realizing hey yeah i do feel like this and about whatever the situation may be and that is what it is and then taking that moment processing what it is exactly you feel and then transitioning into that actual okay now i can take the time to respond appropriately to whatever the situation may be or whatever the case may be yeah so do you guys actually feel that adversity or stress can actually build character then yeah well that's what's up okay cool i fucks with that i feel like when you are facing certain situations of stress or adversity like you do choose to respond either with fear, like an anger and frustration, which is normally that um, that reaction. And then I feel like those moments in time where you, like you said, you know, you're educating yourself or you're doing music. Those mm-hmm. are times where you're taking the time to respond and ultimately you're just trying to figure out ways in order to push through. And I really think that comes from wanting to actually enhance your Mm, I don't necessarily want to say enhance your mental capacity, but actually enhance that emotional capacity that you have because you're allowing yourself to feel so fucking much and at once and being true to actually what you feel. And that's just a lot. <laughs> I feel like sometimes, though, um, I do. I choose not to feel. That shit can really get stressful, like mm-hmm. feeling shit all mm. the times like it's a lot of shit like mm. i just gotta brush off mm-hmm. the fact that i know i could be a stressed out individual like all the time because my mind is always racing like yeah. my mind is on a thousand like mm-hmm. even if i'm not saying anything so um, i feel like sometimes it's cool to just take flight and just release fully. whatever the fuck yeah. it is oh, yeah so just to feel mm-hmm. just yeah. to absolutely feel i feel like even then choosing that route is still something that actually helps you push through so that you can have a better response to things because it just again it goes back to allowing yourself to feel and like you said um expressing yourself in that moment especially for whatever the fuck it may be it actually helps keep your mind like on the right track like okay 
cool. I got that shit out. Now I can actually be on this and be, yeah, be on something else that's actually productive. So with that being said, and which kind of ties us into this whole podcast is when we're put in these situations of uncomfortability and I, for myself, the reason I even came to this topic is just a couple of days ago, I just felt like I was in a extreme place. Um, not extreme. Let me not be so dramatic. I was just in a place of uncomfortability um, with everything that was in my external environment. So I was at face with a lot of things that normally my normal belief would be like, okay, air this bitch out. <laughs> We're going to air this bitch out and I'm about to go up because what the fuck is going on? And... <laughs> No, I need to I need to be heard. Like I don't know what the fuck I have to say, but I need to be heard. But then at the same time, like my actual belief and like where my actual mental capacity wanted to be was just like I'm not on that shit anymore. Hi writer. Just don't mm-hmm. step on the laptop. Thanks, kids. But um Yeah, I was just had a huge face of adversity because it was like I really wanted to get my shit together emotionally and I like I said I, I felt myself kind of projecting and making mm-hmm. myself feel like damn like how much of this shit can I bear like why do niggas like push me to this point why is anyone saying that I'm at such this vast amount of emotional capacity that they just keep doing this shit but Mm. that's just not what the fuck the scenario was and that's just not what it is at all which brought me to this episode so before actually like talking and analyzing shit i just want to actually break down what emotional capacity is um emotional capacity or emotional well-being tells how what where we can handle things um it's a combination of our feelings and our personality and how we engage with our mind and the reality of the world around us it's the measure of our ability to overcome limiting beliefs, um, and it's our ease to challenging situations and the quality of our relationships. Mm-hmm. So I think my first thing that I want to ask you guys is, where do you guys see that limit for your emotional capacity? When like start, when, when it's, I feel like, wait, what is the limit? Yeah, like what, what? How much are you willing? I guess to say to bear in a situation Ooh. that's making you feel uncomfortable. Like, how much are you really pushing yourself to that limit to take in order one for growth? I so, took a lot of uncomfortable. Well, I've made a bunch of decisions that will put me in like uncomfortable scenarios but it was for like the better yeah like did you willingly place yourself in that shit oh back in back in oh yeah like bad because i was just like i have to be not i don't know i felt like i did it because it was just like i needed for me i needed to be okay i just needed a change yeah you need i needed to be okay with the fuck i needed to learn how to accept shit for face and stop Mm -hmm. trying to create this false narrative or this Mm -hmm. fucking false dream of oh yeah shit's you know fucking sunflowers and roses like nah Mm -hmm. this shit is not necessarily to say fucked up but this shit just not what you think and this is what it is right and Mm -hmm. and not (laughs) and not at all so definitely had to do that but what about you jay personally when it comes to emotional capacity, I feel like that's something that I'm still working on because mm-hmm. uh, being an empath, I easily take on other people's oh, emotions. Yes. And <laughs> for the longest time, literally before this year, like during quarantine, before quarantine, I was always emotionally invested in 
other people. Mm -hmm. So I never really knew what my limit was. Yeah. Like, I would just know sometimes I would just need to go and be by myself. Yeah, so it's it's almost like you never really, like you like to say, created that boundary for you. Like, creating Mm -hmm. that limit of like, okay, hey, I can do this. We've had a boundary Mm -hmm. conversation. Mm -hmm. I think that... I don't anymore, so I'm working on that. Yeah, I definitely. My, For facts. Where my limit is, but I know, like, now, as opposed to before, when I'm uncomfortable with something, I've stayed. I think one thing about, like, straight up. Emotional capacity is you have to have that sense of self awareness. Right. You have to be aware of one, what the fuck is even going on and mm-hmm. what you're allowing. And then, two, going back to what Haley said, like, processing okay what the fuck am i feeling and how much of that shit are you allowing yourself to feel you feel Mm -hmm. me so it's like the thing with emotional capacity is and the reason i think it, it it comes about and how i had to identify what the fuck again i was feeling was because i was in a setting and what is called is cognitive dissonance to like dive into psychology it's called cognitive dissonance and it's the idea that you have two separate ideas that are complete opposites but you're like on some shit like trying to make them work but they completely go against each other so for example bringing up the fucking feeling of uncomfortability or adversity that i was in it's like being in an open relationship or being poly you know we're dating outside of the partners that we already have so i'm looking at you Haley, and i'm looking at you know you do your thing or whatever and i'm like okay what the fuck is this this is something that i'm absolutely not used to and because I'm not used to it, I'm going back to an old mindset where it's like, okay, yeah, nah, we're not doing this and, and monogamous this or whatever fucking mm-hmm. thoughts I have versus me actually right now trying to believe, you know, hey, I am down to being open and I am down mm-hmm. to allowing everyone to be themselves and individual. And I do have this idea for myself where the level in which I want to hold like my love into that capacity, I want it to be vast to the point where I can love myself, love my partner, and love what the fuck my partner does. Mm-hmm. Not saying that I'm going to agree with everything, but I can love that shit because that's just what the fuck is going on. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I feel like when you have those two notions of those conflicting ideas and going even back to what you said, Jay, just diving into everyone emotionally and not having that shit for yourself, that kind of enhances like this i'm not gonna really say negative but this bullshit behavior Mm -hmm. so you're kind of like start to see yourself do shit that's so fucking Mm -hmm. out of whack so now it's like not only are you experiencing the two separate beliefs but now you're acting in a way that's not even true to your authenticity Mm -hmm. and that's such a huge thing in emotional capacity is it's a diagram so you have the middle part which is you know the authenticity and then you have to the left it's like the good shit Mm -hmm. or shit that makes you feel okay And to the right, you have the bad shit. So it's like the more you're opening up your capacity to these different emotions and you're actually erasing your sense of authenticity because you're allowing yourself to feel every fucking thing. And then that's when it comes down and, you know, you break it down to, okay, reaction versus response. Now that you've allowed yourself to sit, feel, move, fight or fly, whatever, now it's like, okay cool i can get to this is what the fuck i'm gonna do because you can like like how you said and how i said as well Haley. we could even still have that you know response of wanting to react wanting to to flight quick and just do whatever the fuck comes to us but at the same time we're doing it we're not 
disregarding what may come with that we're fully aware but we're so like okay with that shit Mm -hmm. and at the capacity and trueness and rawness of ourselves like i'm gonna do this and you know wild the fuck out because this is what the fuck i feel fully and it's not gonna change even after i do this type shit you know oh yeah yeah for sure so it's like i think what makes it such a challenging thing once being aware of emotional capacity is the fact that you have to really open your mind. And the thing about opening your mind, you become really fragile to... Vulnerable. One, vulnerable as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you just become really fragile. You become really sensitive to shit. Like, mm-hmm. you don't want to hear, you know, constructive criticism. You don't want to mm-hmm. hear none of that shit. So it's just yeah. one of those things, like, literally, almost like on some Joker shit. That's the shit that makes you go insane, where you really just start laughing at yourself. Because you kind of have to. Because when you <laughs> think about the shit that you really want to be on versus where you're actually trying to be and grow, you yeah. kind of got to laugh at yourself. Like, yeah. I, I mean, that's just I'm about, not on that. <laughs> that's just unlearning and relearning. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I definitely feel like building that emotional capacity, like I said, you have to open your mind because it's going to be really difficult to receive feedback and more or less feedback from others but hearing that feedback from your fucking self like Mm -hmm. there's nothing worse than a fucking stuff check when you actually got to realize like yeah that's the best i was on bullshit it'd be the best but that should be whack because it'd be like two weeks later and you'd be like damn i did fuck up yeah Yeah. shit i fucked all that up and for what Mm -hmm. for fucking what so that is just something that i feel like recently i've experienced and i think that what people especially like identifying what the fuck it is that you're experiencing especially being in that moment of adversity it's very important to research shit mm-hmm. it's so important fucking important to research shit because what i was feeling and like the going of back and forth and like i said that cognitive disson- dissonance i wanted to enhance and bullshit behavior because i'm like you know what in my head, I'm like, I'm finna go buy a bottle and I'ma just drink and I'ma just be cool and I'ma be over it. But at the same time, I could hear that voice being like, okay, but that's also not what the fuck we're about to be on. Like, there's reactive. a different way. Oh yeah, rea- bro, reactive as fuck. Reactive yeah. as fuck. And I had to really be like, okay, let me respond. Did I fucking, you know, you know, go put myself outside and go fucking fry my brains out and get high as shit? Yes. Yes, I did. But was that a better choice for me? No. Yes. It yes, was. it was. Yes. I was, bro, I was high. I was having a great time. And I realized it's just not that deep. It's just not that deep. Oh, yeah. It's just not that deep. It's just not that deep. And, you know. I was so proud of you. Hey, everyone chill out. It's not that deep. Everybody chill out. Relax. To y'all. Sorry. Blue Ivy hands. I've been in the room, but chill out. That's fine. Right. That's (laughs) annoying, and that's fine. That's listen. Read the room and stay over there and shut up and let me and and let me. And it worked out great. (laughs) Worked out great. Because I would have just kept serving attitude. Hi, you want to no. I would just serve attitude because that's you didn't have one. You were great. I was really no oh no no, okay. First of all first of all not even what the fuck is supposed to be going on, but we can because we know. Anyway, so before we get out of here, I'm gonna ask you guys some couple questions. Mm, Personal questions. And just they're just 
random questions. Open I just like system. Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I'm not even gonna fucking go there. <laughs> this is not the time. All right, one first question. Um, what is your actual superpower? Ooh. My actual superpower? What is your actual superpower? My superpower is to... Mine is knowing how someone feels or what they're about to do. Just Stop! by, just by. You took mine. <laughs> just by like looking at them, like their reactions, their right. facial expressions. Like sometimes I just. Know. I was gonna say I can read the room. <laughs> basically the same thing, but in oh, depth, we... basically what Haley's saying. Okay, so you guys have the same superpower. That's cute. That's <laughs> what about you? What's your superpower? Um, my superpower would definitely be seduction. Oh shit! Don't be grabbing me like that. Mm-hmm. So, seduction. I feel okay. yeah. Whether that be through my eyes, whether that be through conversation, Maybe you'll be seducing. You do. whatever it is, I. Um, Who else would be seducing? Seduce. Yeah. I don't. I don't seduce anybody. Yeah, you do. You seduce the room. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, they ain't got shit to do with me. Oh, it's my superpower. I just what is already you know, here. Gemini's the twin saying, "Oh yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm It's twin now. The other twin mm-hmm. said, "If I ain't got shit to do with me, it's twin now." It because it don't. Because that's your other twin talking. No, that's just because there's one nothing like, to yes, do with me. It's me, and the other one's like, yeah. <laughs> "What the fuck ever, you guys?" Um, let's see. If you can meet anyone on this earth, who would it be? If I can meet anyone right now? Anyone on this earth, who would it be? I could dead and alive? Alive? Sure. Dead or alive? Dead or alive? Or no, let's do alive, because they have to be on this earth. Damn it. Sorry. Um, Everyone alive right now is whack. <sighs> Sorry, guys. Mm-hmm. Right Guess you now, didn't make the cut. Um, <laughs> I think I want to meet Issa Rae. Same. Dang, fuck. <laughs> I think I want to meet Issa Rae as fuck. Bro. It was like, bro, her, I, I don't know what it is me. about her, but I feel she like knows me. I feel like Issa Rae is just she gets natural. It. Like she don't force. She's not forcing herself to be funny. I just funny. love her like, face. She's just naturally <laughs> funny. I love her she's such personality. An funny. Yeah, I love her. But I feel that though. I'm rooting for her. Just one character I can deeply relate to. And Damson Andrews. That's that's my boyfriend. I already met my boyfriend. <laughs> oh, must be nice. It is. What about you? I'm gonna meet Damson one day. I don't know. I'm such an existential ass person. I don't know who on this earth I would want to meet right now. The person you haven't met? Probably. Hmm. Probably like Elon Musk or something. <laughs> I fucks with it. Yeah. Okay. Just asking a bunch of questions about. Last one to fuck you up real quick. Energy. What would you want to be written on your tombstone? Oh, I don't want a tombstone, so. Okay. I don't. I don't want a funeral or to be on a grave or nothing like that. Throw my ashes in the sea. Um, (laughs) if if I'm gonna be buried, I don't want to be placed in no no nothing so if you guys gotta go to the woods to dispose of my bodies <laughs> that's fine yeah. but you better put somewhere it be like that it be like that it really be like that oh god oh god it be like that in sometimes and in very small writing under his eye in, in the clouds 
Under the clouds, such good weather. With good weather, we've been blessed with. I'm weak as fuck. With the sun emoji. I'm fucking dead. Shut up. Under his eye. Let it be the fruit. Under his eye. Or under her eye, because God is a woman. Where God is a woman. I was looking at something that had to do with God being a woman. Maybe I was having a conversation with myself. I don't know. Either way. First of all, I would like for you guys to reintroduce yourselves, put your social media handles. You're Ms. Shubay, aka The Girlfriend. You can follow me on Instagram, Shubay, S-H-E-W-B-A-E. Um, Twitter's the same. Please don't follow this, this guy on Twitter. Listen, it's... It's either it's gonna wrong. piss you off, or you're gonna follow her, it's, or you're gonna you, meet this If you want nigga. real honesty, Bye, boy, girl, please. And a little bit of Josen, then look. Jesus, mm. a lot of bit of Josen. My name is Jay. My name is Yaf. My name is Jay. <laughs> Shut up. I'm Jay, aka the boyfriend, aka they them, aka he him, aka. Big Dick Boys. Big Dick Boys. Are you aka Wizard Kelly, y'all. Huh? And my social media. I gotta change my ID, it's too long. My Instagram is Janae Lene, J A N A I A H L E N A Y. That's what I'm saying. It's simple, Janae Lene. I mean, to what though? It just rhymes. I love it. It's a fucking melody. Well, everyone, I hope you guys got a kick out of this episode. That's enough. Hope you guys got a kick out of this. She got her name tatted on her y'all. That was so not necessary. Yep, she got my name too. We will go ahead and. Check in with y'all on the next episode here on Say Jackson. Peace and blessings, everybody. Yeah.